0: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe. How are you doing? I'm sorry we're a day late. Again, life gets in the way sometimes. It's very, very annoying. This week, I'm joined by Mr. Greg Hicks. Good evening, everyone. How are you, Captain?
1: Yeah, not too bad. I've had a bit of a an inverse working sort of weekend. Instead of having like a few days on, a day off, I had the opposite. I had a few days off, worked all day Sunday, and I'm enjoying one of two days off now.
0: Very nice. Yeah, can't grumble. So you've had a lazy day busy day um
1: i've been sort of finished a review did some writing watched some videos watched an old anime called uh patlabor it's a very old manga one Hmm. so i remember
2: that that was really good
1: yeah that it's i didn't realize how it's not really action-based it's more sort of like uh who not who done it but yeah it's it's like it predates ghost in the shell it's weird Good, it was good fun. I enjoyed it. I remember that. So yeah, and then that's been pretty, it, pretty much it, really.
0: Nice, uh, Mr. Sobey Anderson. Uh, good evening. How are you, man? I'm good.
3: Same as Greg. I mean, I've been, I've had a four day weekend. I didn't even have to go to work on Sunday, so even better.
0: But, um, <laughs> nice. It's been, it's been good. Lots of time to play games. Fantastic. We shall go through them
2: all very, very shortly. Mm.
0: And finally, Mr. Paul Collett. Hello,
2: sir. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I've been so lazy. I've enjoyed every single second of it, though. So, nice. It's, all good. Yeah. it's not. It's not like you to, to be lazy. Oh, uh, I know. Um, it's just. I think I, I had like a, some, some man flu going on, or some kind of man corona. I don't know what it was, but I've just been kind of a bit under the under the weather a little bit. So I just thought <laughs> I just stay on the sofa and.
0: Uh, oh, you look. had that. You had
2: that man corona. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I was just thinking that tune, dun,
1: dun,
0: man man. Man <laughs> <Corona>.
2: <laughs> um, but I did catch a show called The uh, Toughest Race in the World on Amazon Prime. That was really good. I'd like to do it, but I'm too scared, so I won't. But, yeah.
0: Oh good old Amazon Prime. The boys back next Friday. Very excited. Oh, yes. Still
2: That's haven't seen Friday, season but... one yet. Still need oh, a off. week. It's fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Sean Davies can't join us this week because his internet is officially dead. Um, it's, a northern, it's a northern thing, isn't it? Yeah, there's no internet Um, 10 miles north of yeah, Bristol right uh, now. So. Yeah, um, obviously not powering enough in the internet mines. <laughs> yeah, they've got the kids in the back, just sort of on the wheel, just kind of like running. <laughs> but Unfortunately, uh, Sean can't join us, but we are going to get into Gamescom, we're going to get into the future game show, we're just going to be reacting essentially this episode to all the new game announcements, and it's very exciting. But first, we're going to go into what we've been playing. So... Which shall I start with on my magical circle wheel here? Uh, Greg, we'll go from the beginning again. What have you been playing this week, sir? It's been a mixed
1: bag for me this week. I've gone back to some old titles. I finished Act 2 of Tsushima, which isn't an old title now, but I'm still sort of trucking away with that. Uh, Control have released the second expansion part, uh called or or A-W-E. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, I'm not going to spoil it for Toby and Paul because they haven't played it yet, but like AWE's are in-game somethings, but it also stands for Alan Wake Experience, and they've tied, or Alan Wake something, but they've tied it into the Control Universe. So I've just started playing that again, so that'll be quite interesting. Hmm. And because I'm a glutton for punishment slash really good at it, I've started playing Sekiro again and, and <laughs> modest
2: yeah, so so uh, modest as well I've just done the biggest <laughs> yawn you've ever seen this
0: <laughs> says, says the man that can't win on Fall Guys Me. but he'll platinum Sekiro and keep oh, playing it
1: Fall, Fall Guys is, an, is, an, is the next level of hell mm. but Sekiro is a game of skill Fall Guys can go fuck itself because at, least, at least playing Sekiro you, you can learn enemy attack patterns with Fall Guys it's just 59 other dickheads trying to push you off of things yeah uh, yeah no i'm I'm done i'd rather play sekiro i'd rather be good at something that's taking me a while to get skill and practice on because i got the fucking platinum um can play (laughs) can play full guys i don't care if it's been downloaded seven million times i'm gonna play sekiro again
2: so yeah good for you
1: take take that six point (laughs) nine 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 million other people that will show you yeah Uh,
0: (laughs) greg doesn't conform to your free games that are fun
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're not they're quote unquote free. They're not actually free, are they?
0: Um, oh, no, Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much been my week. I played and reviewed <laughs> Wasteland Three, which was good fun. I'm still. It's so massive though. It's it's. I keep saying I want to play it, but then I've also got Desperados to finish, and that's two massive tactical games that I need to. I keep looking at my library and going, yeah, I'm not going to play you today. Um, <laughs> it's it's that first world problem, isn't it, of all these big games to review, and you you do the review and you go, yep, I'm going to keep playing that. Oh, I got something else to review. Shit. And, uh, yeah, my day job just gets in the way.
0: Ah, oh, it's a good problem to have.
1: Yeah. I've got a game under embargo that I ain't going to tell you about, so that'll be out next Monday. Um, and that's pretty much been my week. Oh, and I, I reviewed that Witch Eye, which is just a fun little uh, Switch game. The yeah. review is up now.
0: Yeah, it looks like a laugh. Available now on fingerguns.net. Greg's impressions Ooh. of Witch Eye and Wasteland 3. Yes. Uh, Mr. Paul Collett, have you been playing Ghost this week?
2: I have been playing Ghost this week. Um, I've got, you what, I, Joe, what I love this game so much, but it's getting to a point now where you kind of just run randomly running around, uh doing the little side quest things, and you kind of getting bored of that a little bit. So, uh, I've that's to- that's what I said last week. Remember? Oh, you weren't here last week, were you? That wasn't here last week. No, I said
1: the same thing. I found myself getting into a rut of getting bored with it, and that's why I've pushed myself to actually do the the story now because I was <laughs> yes, putting off the story. Exactly
2: what doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because I was putting um, off the story and then going like doing all the side quest stuff and then just getting that fatigue of doing the same thing so i have pushed myself to do the story now
2: yeah i think i think i i actually had that kind of problem with every open world game i've got this weird thing we have to clear out a segment of a map of all the little icons uh before you can progress and it's like a little ocd thing um and so i, I very rarely complete these big open world games and i like Toshima so much so i'm going to just like power through to the story god it sounds like a first world problem doesn't it it's not really um <laughs> to power through and hopefully get to the end of that. I've also been playing a little race called Hot Shot Racing. I can't talk about it right now, but it's, uh, well, it's a mm. topic of debate, we say, on uh, finger guns. Um, there's a little thing that's going on with the thing. We're not quite sure if it's good or a bad thing, so we're gonna kind of discuss the thing a bit more and I'll get a review out. And I've been playing, oh my God, what's that game you got down here on a mountain bike? I just reviewed it. Descenders. Where yes. you go you go down something,
1: like, yes, like you descend.
2: kind of descend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For um, I've been playing a bit of that. I didn't think I'd, I'd uh, play it much after review, but I did enjoy the game. Um, you know, it got like a what six or seven on what it was. Um, but yeah, that's good. That's about it, really.
0: Nice, uh, yeah. The hotshot racing embargo is next Sunday, so next podcast we can get into it. Exciting. Uh, Toby Anderson. Sorry, I just had a massive coughing fit off my uh, mic there, and then my voice is a bit weird now. Are you all right?
1: To- yeah, Toby Anderson. Anderson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you sound like, um, like Paul-, Paul-, Paul Bearer from the wrestling days. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Oh, Maybe I'll cut this out. <laughs> uh, Toby Anderson. Round us off, man. What have you been playing this week? Um, I've got a bit mixed
3: bag as well. Um, same as Greg. So I would say that the um, you know, when you get a reward, uh, no, reward game, a um, review game but you've got ages and ages left of it after you've done the review. That is my life with Persona 5. I am still playing Persona 5. I've now cleared what's like a, a massive um, dungeon, like mega, mega dungeon with like 70 floors to it. Um, so I've done that. Um, so it's still got 15 odd hours, I reckon, to go on that
1: one. So Are you going to uh, tell us about the boss you were taking on last night? oh god
3: if you
0: want <laughs> yeah. i mean is it is
1: that approved for this podcast it... <laughs> i don't
3: know if it was approved to play um some someone in the in the bowels of atlas designed these things um and yeah there was a boss or at least a a sort of semi boss <laughs> <Semic. laughs> you'll get that one in a second um that uh, that you had to face on the way up to the very final Um, Boss of of that 70 area dungeon. Um, And he was shaped like a sort of like a penis with tentacles and colored green. And the penis had a mouth underneath the. Top of it, <laughs> um, to, to quote, and it was in a quote, wheelchair. That's the weirdest bit on top. To, uh, um, so, to quote, to quote otacon
1: it's just like one of my Japanese enemies. Yeah,
3: <laughs> and someone designed that thing and then created it in a three D, you know, and and made it and put it in the game and colored it, colored it and everything. I just, yeah, there's some odd odd enemies in Persona, really. Odd. Wow, that is something. So, supposedly, they're even more ridiculous and weird in um, the Shin Megami Tensei, Tensei series. Um, which is what Persona is kind of an off- offshoot of. Uh, so who knows? Are they off releasing? Off. Aren't they releasing Nocturne again under a uh, different name? Know.
1: There's there's so many. Uh, I tried Nocturne I'm also, back in the day, but I'm also quite upset you didn't make a, a shooting off of joke about. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll leave it to you. <laughs>
1: I'm always lowering the tone.
3: Yeah. Um, well, you know, this one would have been appropriate, boss, to have been on the uh, 69 episode, I think, but. Um, well there uh, anyway that's where i am at the moment um i've also been playing uh, spirit Farer, which was a game that we um, we i've been looking forward to a lot um it's like a little 2d management game lots of very pretty little uh, drawings of animal spirits where you basically you run a ferry which um, takes the animal spirits on their way to the afterlife um it's very very nice it's beautifully made beautifully coded i've never seen a glitch in in all the time i've been playing it's 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 really really beautiful um but I've just not really had enough time with it. Um, this is why it's not been reviewed and such so far as well. Um, it's just really kind of relaxing and you can can very much sort of just take it at your own pace, the whole story. There's no consequences to just sailing your ferry around basically and doing a bit like what you guys are doing on Ghost, which is you know doing other stuff instead of the actual story. And, so, I've only really taken one of the sort of 10 to 12 animal spirits actually to the afterlife. And that, so, I've not, re- not really cracked the surface of that one very much yet, but it is lovely. And um, I'll hope to get to more of that when I finally get Persona 5 done. Um, I've been playing Ari and the Secret of Seasons. So, it's a sort of my first adventure thing with a plucky little girl who um, has the power to control seasons. I didn't like it that much. I gave it a very average sort of a five. Yeah. Um and well I'm not saying no one should play it. I think it's probably great for kids and they can probably, you know, not get too to sort of head up on the fact that the story doesn't really go anywhere and the quests don't really do anything and the combat do you ever have this thing in a game where the combat doesn't serve any purpose? So like you're usually you're leveling up or you're getting experience or you're even just getting skills or items or something. In ARI there's just no purpose to the combat no someone has just not given you a reward for doing it so you end up just not doing it after an hour you're just like well what's the point of this hmm. um, which is an odd thing i've never really encountered in a game before
2: like my love life
3: <laughs> in what way <laughs> <laughs> just not not
1: <laughs> I'm not even going to try and interpret oh. that <laughs> i don't okay. i don't think i don't think any of us gets paid and have to deal with no guy. let's not <laughs> um
3: And I suppose one more um, was uh, Inmost, um, which I got um, just off the back one day, which it did come out like a shadow drop one day, and then we got it the next day. Um, It was really, really, really scary. Little 2D side-scrolling pixel art game. Um, And I don't think that kind of works in my head. But, yeah, pixel art was made very scary. Creepy, menacing little game, um, and a pretty solid Metroidvania. I really enjoyed it. Um, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Um, And that review's on the site as well.
0: If you haven't listened to uh, Toby's story about Inmost from last week's episode, you should go and listen to it. Oh, yes, very funny.
3: <laughs> um, I've finished it since that since that point, but um, yeah. did you banish Meg from the room while you did? Yeah, and no, Meg. Well, I, I actually played most of it at someone else's house, so Meg wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> hiding from Just your scared. wife? Yeah, so. I was hiding so I said she wouldn't jump out on me. Have you exacted your revenge yet? Not, not yet. I'm still considering okay. what that will be. I see. Um, oh, i have not- also
0: played a hell of a lot of demos, um, but I'll get into those uh, later on. Awesome. What have you been playing, Moscow? Um I've been playing Kandagawa Jet Girls, um, which, if you can't tell from the title, is a kind of Senran Kagura sort of deal. It was kind of actually not as bad as a lot of them. Was it it's... more
3: appropriate than the boss I faced on um, Persona?
0: Yes. So <laughs> one of the big draws of Senran Kagura, obviously, is the, uh, the, the tessellation, I guess, of it. and how it kind of appeals to a very certain uh group of uh fans and jet jekyll doesn't have any of that there's no group mode in it that was completely kind of disregarded for a a kind of fun little jet ski game it takes a long time to get going um what what format were you playing it on ps4 yeah because it's a big deal about ps4
1: or sony censoring those kind of games isn't there like Mm on Steam and whatnot, it's fine, but over here there's a big deal, like, you get all the weebs complaining that, uh, Sony, he was ruining my pervert
0: game, and it's like,
1: <laughs> um, I don't think Sony's the issue here.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, there's actually very little of that in this one. Yeah. Huh. Um, there's a, there's a mode where you can zoom into their feet. Hey. That's probably about as extreme as it gets, from what I can remember. Um, so yeah, the Senran Kagura would do it a lot worse. Yeah, I've reviewed one, and it was really weird. I like
3: that.
1: From what I can remember, in that haze of bikinis and
0: jet skis, yeah, yeah. I mean, water.
1: I mean, that was dead or alive. That was that was like that was our vice movie. That was like more realistically not not realistic, <laughs> not realistically proportioned in that sense, but they were mm. more like human esque models. Whereas the anime one, I mean, I like anime, but not to that extent. Like, I don't watch all the older you know, Doji and hentai stuff. There's a limit. But yeah, that that and stuff has all got a big, uh, like, like it's a big complaint about them and other games being censored because oh, I can't get my kicks off of it, and it's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> it's quite reassuring to know that is quite a a a
0: nice, well-rounded jet ski game. Man. Yeah, I mean, the biggest draw of this game for all the fans is the dressing room, where you can you know dress these girls however you choose to. Um, that's, it's absolutely exhaustive. It's the biggest part of the game, uh, which is kind of weird. Uh, but. I spent about 10 minutes in there and I felt kind of awkward. I don't, I don't disparage people who are into this sort of thing. If, that, if that's your thing, then cool. Um, it's it's a good game and you'll get, if you're a fan of centering games, then this is exactly what you should be playing now. But uh, yeah, it does nothing to bring people on board to that particular genre. Even if the uh, jet skiing is pretty fun. And I don't remember the last time we had a damn good jet ski game. The, only, the last one I can remember is Wave Race. Oh, wow. Okay. yeah, I'm sure there has been some since then. Is but... that,
2: um, that, that uh, was it called? It, was a, it was a franchise of them, wasn't it? Oh, Riptide. That's it. Alive. They're
0: pretty good. Yeah, Riptide was pretty good. Yeah. pretty good. yeah, we need a proper good AAA jet ski game again, guys. Come on, make it happen. Yes. Hashtag bring back water physics. Yeah! yeah.
2: Ready bring to make one with the Sea of them. Thieves
0: water physics. That'd be fun.
2: Uh, what was that, Paul? That game I was talking about the other week with the water it like a. It's meant to be a trilogy. It's just a platformer. Hydro-
1: hydrophobia. Is it hydroph-
3: yeah, hydrophobia, hydrophobia again? Yes. Yeah uh, yeah.
2: So this is this what I'd like to see? back. That's some great water physics. I did.
1: Or its sequel, <laughs> tryptophobia, drip, which would just be fucking horrible. <laughs> if anyone knows yeah. what that is. But the holes. That's the fear of small, tiny holes. So when you, yeah.
3: <laughs> Your character yeah. just endlessly falls down tiny holes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was playing uh, Street Power Football, which I'm not going to talk about because I can't be bothered. It's terrible. It's a really, really bad street football game, and don't buy it. It's forty pounds, which is embarrassing.
1: We need a jingle for that, like da 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 da. Roster reviews. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see, um, Rachel was talking to the other day. Apparently, I'm the my last few games that I've reviewed have been quite positive ones, and so it's been a while since I've had a game that I really disliked. A
1: real vitriolic game, just to, yeah.
0: Nice. So, I Get think, out I, your system, yeah. I, cleanser. I think I think Street Power probably got more than it deserved. Really <laughs> looking back on it, but. Yeah, it felt good. It felt good. Every now and then you got to let it rip. You know, like when Paul hates a game and he just goes, hell for leather on it. Paul hates every game. Yeah, but when he really hates a game, when uh, he's like, before, oh. what do. when he gets less than seven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a six out of 10 for Paul, you know, worst Whoa. game ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean game? <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's about it. I've been very heavy heavily focused on my reviews this week. Uh, obviously playing full Guys, Animal Crossing. Uh, Fortnite's new season has started, which is really fun. Marvel, I'm going around as Thor, and I'm on the Shield Heli Carrier, and I've got to unlock Wolverine, and I can unlock the Silver Surfer, and I can play all the way up to level hundred and unlock Iron Man. And it's just fun. If you're eight years old. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> Much like me. It's good times. Walking into get off Fortnite, right uh we haven't got a quiz obviously mr sean davies is not with us so we're gonna hold off on a quiz until next week fingers crossed his um internet comes back on so we're gonna jump straight into uh, this week's news and this week we had just reveals gamescom is in full flow and along with the future game show which we're going to talk about in a minute and a, set, a little bit more about gamescom we're going to talk firstly about gamescom opening night live 2020 with his majesty jeff Keeley. Now, for about two hours, he was talking about a bunch of video games. There wasn't any massive reveals, but kind of more updates about certain things. So we're not going to go through all of it because we would be here all night. But did everyone watch it from beginning to end?
1: Uh, I managed about an hour or so, and I ducked out just after the squadrons because I was getting fed up. I got so fucked off with that Surgeon Simulator reveal. (laughs) (laughs) I was so... I mean, I love Back to the Future. So when you heard that... And I was like, oh, no way. And then yeah. the music kicked in. And I was just like, what are they gonna do? Because Telltale's gone bust. Like, oh my god. And then Christopher Lloyd going on about playing Surgeon Samuel. I just I did a virtual table flip, like, fuck that. <laughs> I was so annoyed. And I wasn't the only one. Um I went on Twitter shortly afterwards and yeah. And then um Yeah, and then they followed up with Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead. What the hell was that? Yeah. That was an interesting ten minutes. A cross a crossover that no one I don't think would ever asked for.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got a bridge constructor. Was it Portal? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was, was good here. fun. I, I played yeah. that, um,
1: and it's quite good fun. But oh, it's 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 just the new Plants versus Zombies.
3: Mm. They're making this instead of making Splinter Cell Seven.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow!
0: Fuck! <laughs> They're making every game instead of I'm, Splinter Cell. Yeah, why? I'm not even
1: gonna <laughs> swear at you. Just, just shut up. <laughs>
0: Okay. No, they're uh, making so,
1: Elite Squad instead of Splinter Cell, and that's just.
0: That's true. And they're putting really Sam worse. Fisher into Rainbow Six. Yeah. He'll be in yeah. full Guys before he's in his own game. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone at Ubisoft's like, who, who is this guy that we keep putting into other games <laughs> that have yeah. forgotten? Why has he got three eyes? I like don't understand.
1: A, like they've had a changing of the guard and no one's thought to pass Yeah, no over one him yeah. remembers like anything
0: about him. Uh, rather, so yeah, if we go through up to the squadrons then, Greg, did you have any highlights from the show?
1: Um. Yes, I quite enjoyed the look of that unknown nine.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was the, a CT trailer, wasn't it? That wasn't. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Um, the reason being, I mean, Toby, you're a book nerd as well. Did you ever get around to reading the Mistborn trilogy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do
3: you know what it reminded
1: it? me of? Yeah, the eighteenth. Brandon
3: Sanderson's stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the uh, the 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 short abridged version. Is the Mistborn trilogy is. Um, it's, it's a magic system based on ingesting metals and you sort of, you quote unquote, burn them in your stomach and you get different properties of strength and stuff like that. And there's one. It's rare calling relevant.
3: out for a game, basically. Yeah, the yeah. There's, there's,
1: there's, there's, one, there's one element they use. It's called atium. That basically, as you burn it, you can see where someone's about to move or strike. And that resonated with that Unknown 9 trailer where she sort of freezes. She doesn't freeze everything, but then she gets a glimpse of where the staff's going to hit. And I thought that was quite cool. So it'd be nice yeah, to see what, what that's all about. Um, no, like I said, I only really watched up to Squadron. Squadron was good. I quite like the look of that. And I really hope EA do not do what Squeenix have done with the uh, with the Avengers Battle Pass shit and then decide to tack in loads of, uh, oh, actually, no, here's some hidden paywall stuff. Because they've said there's not going to be anything like that, didn't they? So we shall see. Mm. But yeah, not, nothing really mad. That I mean, Little Nightmares 2 looked quite good. But I think I I must have got the bum end of the deal because I did not give a shit about Dragon Age 4 and (sighs) their big behind-the-scenes thing. I've never never played the Dragon Age. I don't really have anything against them, just not for me. So when they had this big, in-depth, clearly paid off by EA behind-the-studios thing, I was like, I don't care. And the World of Warcraft getting two trailers. I just thought, I don't play World of Warcraft. And, yeah, again, Call of Duty, not interested in. But, um, yeah, no, I, I like some of it. Cool, and <laughs> mafia looks good.
0: If you like some of it, I guess that's something. <laughs>
1: yeah, what bits were
3: they
0: again? They were, they were, they, were
1: a, they were a smattering of crumbs in an otherwise
0: overcooked loaf. Wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> well, yeah. That, I use I use my words good. That that dude is a writer. Uh, yeah, no, I'm know. i a um, um Did like, you get Did you get hyped about the return of Salmon Max? For example,
1: I've never really played one apart from like episode one on the 360. Mm. I never saw them all the way through. I'm really bad with that with episodic games. I go, yeah, great. Don't play them.
0: Yeah, because for... Yeah, Opening Night Live was the kind of, hey, there's a new Summer Max. And I think the Future Game Show had a trailer uh, for the VR game that's coming out.
1: Oh, VR. No, uh, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Fuck, that's hard to say quickly enough. <laughs> That'll be good. Yeah, that looks a lot of fun. I, I love the look of the box. I know, like, most of you get it on digital, but. God, I love that box art. That's so cool. Oh,
0: it's great. Um, if you haven't <laughs> seen it, um, it's up. It's up on our Twitter. But
1: yeah, it's um, it's it's Darth Vader without his helmet on on the box art. But the clear sleeve on top is his helmet. So as you lift the, the sleeve off, it's it, it takes his helmet off. It's, it's amazing. So cool.
0: It's amazing. It's worth buying just for that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it looks great. I mean, if um, there's any reason to keep physical games, that'd be the one. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, Toby, what did you uh, take from opening out live? Um, your, I think I had a few more. Your things top seventeen. I liked.
3: Yeah, top 17. Okay, well, um, a few oh, more things yeah. I liked than than Greg did, um, but I think stop you're absolutely.
1: Actually... Stop using me as a basis of the comparison. <laughs> I start with a negative. You do it. You do it over everything. What I've you playing, um, more than Greg. What have playing.
3: you, played? <laughs> <laughs> no, are you your going first this reference? week? That's all. Um, <laughs> I am going to do it one more time. So I agree that the unknown nine awakening thing um, was probably my top top thing in there um i know it's just a cinematic trailer but i had a look into it afterwards and it does actually seem to star that little indian girl with the superpowers um it doesn't seem to be that that's just like some abstract trailer which we sometimes get where there's like nothing to do with that particular character you know in the actual game and um, so i'm I'm, in, I'm encouraged that that's the case if you're actually playing as a you know as a child with superpowers it's kind of fun um she also seems to have like there's a whole multimedia world around it with like a novel trilogy and a comic and all sorts of other stuff that they're trying to launch at the same time so um i found out that the unknown nine are not not actually her she the unknown nine are a group of like shadow elites um but we don't know much else about them from from what i can find because there
0: was a there was a splash page at the end of that trailer of various characters Mm. i'm
3: assuming are they the the unknown nine
0: yeah the unknown nine sorry okay
3: um but uh, that's all i could find out about it so it's it's an uh, interesting one. I'm sure there'll be far more stuff in the coming months um, as they, you know, rank up, ramp up to that um, novel series and multimedia explosion of stuff they've got planned for that one. Um, but hopefully, the actual game um, it lives up to you know what I'm hoping is a is a good bit of hype now. I think Cod Black Ops Cold War looks like a good Cod. I'm I'm not against Cod's, and I know we were talking on the Slack um, about how they you know they're always They always seem to bring their game every time. Um, I think this one will bring the A game as well. I quite like the Black Ops ones overall. And it looks like a good story, I like a good story. So yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Um, Scarlet Nexus, which was like the first thing that was shown, I think. um, That looks more and more interesting each time I see it. Um, I like an anime one, same as Next Person, but that one's getting some interesting design choices and stuff. When they've stopped showing in the trailers like weird deformed plants, the more they've stopped showing that and they've started showing characters and more interesting stuff, I've um I've been more on board. Um so yeah, interesting in that. Um, then I think the whole show started to devolve into really boring stuff for me. Um after that. Um I couldn't care less about lots of behind the scenes. We've not really got anything to show you about Dragon Age 4, but here's us talking about things we're working on that we've got no idea whether that's even 2024 or something before that's gonna come out. Um, so who knows? I'll get excited when when I've seen something. I've not even seen anything. I've just seen a chat with blue hair and lots of random people talking about it. Um, so yeah, no. Um, same with Greg said, Lots of Warcraft games, too many Star Wars games. Star Wars in Sims Four was it? Or Sims? Uh, I don't need that. Uh, Lego Star. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the Sims in the first place. I don't, place. I don't, need, Star I don't need Star Wars in it. Wars that's for the Sims, sure, man. I don't um,
0: need people are gonna I don't pe- need. That. People are gonna like that, man. The Sims uh, is are the Sims they? Are still. The Sims is still huge. Oh,
1: it's one of EA's top earners.
3: Yeah. Good for them, but it's not. It's not gonna interest me that one.
1: In the same way that Call of Duty is a big earner for Activision, yeah, Sims is. Well, we'll keep getting them but um mm-hmm. yeah no
3: no no uh i think squadrons also looked cool but i th- prefer the look of chorus um which was the one that we weren't all that excited by the tiny little cinematic we saw at the X- uh, xbox um showcase but that's got new bits of gameplay in this one and i like the look of it looks really cool nice dark um flight simulator spaceships looks a bit more ar- arcade than um oh what's that one that oh, um, that one Elite? i can't think of the one of the elite that uh, that might be the one i'm thinking of there's
1: um, eve as well which is the big trading style one
3: yeah not the trading one anyway it looks a bit more arcadey than some oh, of the ones you get you think of
1: um you thinking of everspace
3: everspace that's the one the ones on game pass yes uh yeah. yeah it looks a bit more arcadey and a bit more controllable than that one um and i'm hoping the same thing for star wars squadrons to be honest a bit more rogue squadrons that's what i want from both of them um and then I'll finish off with two quick ones. So twelve minutes um, got a nice new trailer, but yes. not really didn't really see anything more of it. But we just now know that Daisy Ridley, James McAvoy, and Willem Dafoe are all re- lending their voices to it. Crazy. There might be others, but that's really big. That's mm. that's the biggest names I've seen attached to an indie or that sort of that sort of indie. Um, so that's cool. Uh, I hope that one is a good, interesting game. I'm sure that is right up Sean's street for certain, um, yeah. and uh, many, and probably some other, some of the rest of us. Um, and then it finished with Ratchet, and that was you know you saw the whole like a whole gameplay bit without cuts of the same stuff we saw on the PlayStation thing, so it's the same mm-hmm. level basically yeah um but so th- that's cool i don't I don't think we really saw anything new, um but it was um it's just nice to see the whole level and see that they were just you know doing all the loading things that we thought they were doing.
0: yeah, it was just a technical marvel that entire trailer yeah exactly it it's it's technically
3: amazing, but um yeah, we didn't actually see anything very new
0: yeah yeah i didn't really need to see anything new i just wanted to see that trailer again because it's just so damn pretty uh paul collett what was your takeaway from opening night live
2: (laughs) what a load of shit it was That's the (laughs) the back down again to the negatives (laughs) there we go
1: (laughs) i thought i was gonna have a a a salty take on this but paul's the uh, full-on sea salt
2: it was just like the weirdest event wasn't it because it had like these weird awards going out for games that no even <laughs> yeah, that was funny watchdogs legion wins wins what yeah, yeah but- what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was just like an absolute it's like a whole mess it's like a horse race with one horse yay it won oh okay <laughs> i
3: think i think the ones afterwards the ign ones were so peppered with adverts for ign that i lost oh. all sense of like the whole thing so in that respect I, I can i can get behind that but this one was actually slightly more coherent than the
2: others Oh, I don't know. It, was, it just seemed—it just seemed so. You know, it seemed like Xbox might have sponsored it, because it was so forced and full of <laughs> Rasmataz, It wasn't needed. Red um,
1: That is wow. You are resmitaz. proper old fat, old, old hat.
2: Um, leave my red alone. Um, so there was a couple of games. I looked quite good. Uh, obviously Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I mean, I didn't really catch the video properly. When it was first revealed, because I had some internet issues and stuff, but I see it again now. It's up blew my mind. It's so clever. So that got me really excited, and I also liked. Um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Teardown. That looked quite interesting. Yes, Not that much, looks yeah. Really cool. What you have to do, but it looked it,
1: that reveal that it was like destructible sort of blast core Minecraft, and then it was like to plan the ultimate heist. Sorry,
2: <laughs> what, what the hell? It's, it's amazing. It's just like that sounds great. Destroy. it it's like kind of a uh, proper physics. So if you destroy, it kind of works as it should, and I, I like that. Mm. Last game I had that was uh, what was it Red Faction in, in Mars, isn't it, or something? It a, gorilla. Yeah, yeah, they had like the I don't know destruction. You, you
1: had the, the the Thor's hammer of Mars, and you just That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good fun. Was Guerrilla Armageddon, Gorilla. Yes, Gorilla,
2: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was good. So it reminded me of that a little bit as well. Um, so that looked quite cool. And I also liked um, there were Nightmares 2. Um, I liked the first game a lot. Spellbreak looked pretty good as well. Um, it was kind of slim pickings, really.
0: Mm. Yeah. It, great. it was great. Um, it was like but from Unknown 9 all the way down to Teardown, which was about 15 games. I just couldn't be interested in any of them. Yeah. It was a really weird show. And aside for 12 minutes, because I'm, I'm really on board for that. I'm looking forward to that a lot. That might actually be a system seller for me, to be honest. I didn't realise it was an Xbox exclusive, which was really Yeah, it's gonna be on Game Pass first. Ah, okay. Well I'll sign up to xCloud then. We'll be fine. Don't <laughs> worry about it, guys. Everything's all right. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean it was a it was a very strange show. Um I agree with Greg, the Back to the Future fake out was a piss take. And, you know, that guy, he's just gotta he's gotta let it go now, hasn't he, surely? Are yeah. we over it? Christopher Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, but yeah. if someone
1: says we'll give you half a mil to promote some game, you'd be like, all right, yeah, fine. Where's my makeup department?
0: I know, it's just sad now. It's
1: is, it is almost <laughs> it's almost prostitution on his part, but it's just a bit well, like it's no
2: worse than um Andy Hopkins turn up in Transformers The Last Night. No, no, that's it, it's yeah. paycheck, isn't it? And obviously what the fuck?
1: these people have got to eat. So you can't judge him for that. But at the same time it's like surely you'd stick to your morals and go, you want me to dress up as my iconic character from a particular series to shill something that has absolutely nothing to do with the Back to the Future game, there's no tie in. The, the only mm.
3: time was his, his coat.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's because he's a doc, he's <laughs> wearing he a lab says, coat. Yeah, yeah, because he says he says something along the lines of uh, "Listen to what the doctor has ordered." It's like, yeah. you're a doctor of science.
0: <laughs> you're you're not. Re- oh Hell yeah, that's right. Well, someone in, someone in PR would have gone. We need like <laughs> a doc, don't we? We need like yeah. a doc. Everyone likes uh, that doc. What about what about what about doc? Yeah, what about that doc? Yeah, what about Doc Ock? Um, he's not. A, he's not. He's he's a scientific doctor. What ah, about that you're doctor? You're Yeah, <laughs> get out the window. Yeah. Oh dear. It was. It was. It was a. It was a and damn they, shame. They
1: pimped out Christopher Lloyd. That that's the throwaway for opening night love. Yeah, and,
0: and Jeff Keeley was like, "Yeah, that's okay," and that's why we hate. Even, even he said, he's "I've like, been in the same room as
3: um, what's his name, Christopher Lloyd? Nice. Um, I've not actually met him.
1: Oh, You should have Cool. He um." Like even Jeff Keighley after the presentation and Christopher Lloyd went, he went
0: oh I love Back to the Future it's like Huge,
1: that has nothing to do with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I mean I trying to think of something that hasn't been mentioned but I mean yeah you've kind of nailed all the highlights I think uh, Lego Star Wars looks fantastic it looks like a very looks like a massive project for them
2: mm. um, the middle of yeah. honor was a, a strange turn up for the book wasn't it the VR. yeah
0: the middle of honor VR looks pretty tight actually yeah. but uh PTSD simulator. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's only coming out for Oculus. Oculus yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Oculus are basically paying for that game to be made, so don't expect to see it anywhere else. Um, Spellbreak. Facebook account for. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. Uh, Spellbreak looks cool. I've been in the preview for that for months now, and it's a, it's a good laugh. So, it's mm. nice to see it actually getting a full release uh, this week, actually, or next week, so very soon. The Turrican trailer was a bit odd.
2: This is yeah. the one trade I wanted you to see and I missed it completely, because my internet sort of stopped for like five minutes. Ugh. You didn't you didn't miss anything. It was just Oh, okay, good. Why I heard for, the, yeah, why are we excited it? for this?
0: It was just like a, a showcase of the old game. Oh, okay. And yeah. then and then the some people talking about how nostalgically brilliant it was or something. And that was it. There was no footage or anything. So
2: It had the had the had the uh, the music there from Tarokan. I did hear the music. And yes. it was a kind of nice uh, modern, reconstructed, remastered uh, version of the original Turrican music, which was a lot nice to hear. The game wasn't that good though, if I remember right. It's, it's a bit like a Metroid clone, wasn't it? I think.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what's so weird about this. It's like I don't remember people talking fondly about this game at all. Um, I'm aware of it. It's, it's really just sequel, before my time, Turrican, I think, this one. Yeah, I mean, what's coming out is a Turrican, uh There's two anthologies coming out. So there's and Turrican, Turrican 2, Super Turrican, Super Turrican Direct Cut, and Mega Turrican Score Attack coming in at the first anthology. Gotta love and those titles. There was more yeah. than one <laughs> Oh, There's loads of them. And Turrican <laughs> Anthology Volume 2, Turrican 3, Mega Turrican, Mega Turrican Director's Cup, Christ. Super Turrican, Turrican 2, of Turrican. Turrican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are coming out to Switch and uh, PS4.
1: Oh, probably in the wake of that game, what I reviewed, whose name I got, can... Power, uh, uh, Ultra, Ultra Core. Core. Yeah, probably yeah. in the wake of that, they're like, "Oh, let's get back on this revival kick. Ugh.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna pass on that. I like idea.
3: revivals, but yeah, not.
1: Doesn't look like my kind of thing. If something's dead, leave it dead. You know, <laughs> dead for a reason. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, Ratchet was great as ever, as I just said. And uh, Fall Guys season two looks fun. I like that they're doing kind of themes for their seasons. Uh, this one just got a medieval theme, and this looks like there's certain tracks and courses that you have to work together to build stairs in order to to, to power through. It's not, not really because
3: in the medieval times they didn't have the dyes for those kind of colors, man. Whew.
0: I'm sorry about that, Toby. No way. It's, it's, no uh, way. It's a it's a really awkward um, circumstance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, it was it was it was it was an interesting show, but nothing huge that we can really get into. But yeah, I think we're all agreed that Unknown Nine and Teardown all look pretty good.
1: Considering how much I don't like CG trailers with no gameplay, I was quite surprised by it. Unknown. I think it just hit that novel bit that not not a novel idea. I mean like literally the novels that I've read and that hit that sort of uh similarity that made me go oh so i could relate it to something but yeah i'm a little bit i I don't like these these i know there is obviously no shows at the moment there's no trade shows or anything like that but these presentations i get so fed up with so i think by the time i go into one i'm already colored by the fact that i can't be asked to sit through them because I, i i like i love egx and stuff like that and i like going to things and being able to get firsthand and sitting in presentations like sean and i did last year so to voluntarily sit and watch it i'm like I could be playing games now, <laughs> so I just, yeah, it takes it takes me an effort to watch these things. So
0: yeah, know. well, let's uh, move on then to the future game show, which uh, Games Radar put on uh, the night after opening night live. Um, but some could argue it was a bit more of a successful show. Uh, one, there was no Jeff Keighley, which is a huge pull for Games Radar. They mm-hmm. had um, they had David Hater, who of course is the voice of Solid Snake. Oh man, um, hosting this thing, uh, which is pretty cool. and 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 what's uh, her name and Meryl. Uh, and a female from Metal Gear Solid as well. De- Debbie May West. Debbie Maywest, that's her name. That's I her will name.
3: just remember her as Meryl Silverberg. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so we had we had a bit more interesting ones here. Uh, Toby, do you want to go through your... Uh, do you have any like major takeaways from the future game show?
3: Yeah, a couple again. Um, so it started with a really interesting one, didn't it? Die by the Blade.
0: Yeah, it looks we were... like, a, like a Tsushima minigame.
3: Yeah, it's an interesting little one-on-one futuristic samurai fighter game but the the weird bit is that it's a one-shot kills so if you don't block then you're dead that's it it's a one-on-one it's just so it's like bushido blade
1: yeah is that right i don't know yeah, if i've ever bushido played that was Bushido like... blade was fucking nails and my mate mark who listens to this will attest to that it was i wrote about it, it recently it was um it was properly it's, it's like the lethal mode from tsushima
3: oh, okay yeah, was you... it really one shot kills
1: yeah yeah or one okay, shot
3: cool. so one shot um
1: one shot crippling, like if you hit yeah. somebody in the arm, it's like that arm is, is not if it's not come out. off, it's it's fucked. So it was a proper like it, it, what you couldn't button mash with Bushido Blade, it was like properly feeling out your opponent. Mm. And you know like, like like the um like the showdowns in uh Tsushima, you had to wait and be like, and stab and yeah. if you literally if you if you stab someone in the heart, that's it. It's it's not like Tekken where or Soul Calibur, where you've been hit with a sword and it's just like, Oh, my my health bar, it's like and I am dead.
3: <laughs> well, I think it looks pretty cool. I like uh, fighters where it's all about blocking. So, if it's got a quite interesting blocking mechanism, which is which is why Ghost of Tsushima is fun because you it has really an like interesting. hero Maybe I would. Yeah, I'd play it at some if, if point. Only
1: some, if only someone lent <laughs> <needs their> a physical <laughs> copy of it. Yeah.
3: Um, so you know, it definitely looked cool. Very cool graphics as well. it Looks like a very interesting, you know, aesthetic to the game that futuristic samurai thing. But um, there's not. It's not the only futuristic samurai game around at the moment i'm sure i put one on one of the indie lists um so there's There's um, a
1: first person free running samurai game wasn't there
3: well that is um bright memory infinite is that right and that's the one
1: something else but ross might have to shadow warrior wasting time no no shadow Warrior is brown for yonks um it was i think we saw a demo on the ps5 thing um it was like oh this is fully rendered in ps5 and it's like you got your sword in front of you. You got the red steel. We were calling it red steel in the future, and I can't remember what the
2: fuck it
1: was called. So yeah, sorry, Russell, wasting know. your time here. But, was that yeah. on the
0: that, Xbox
3: showcase setup? I PS5. think it was on the Xbox, and I think it was Bright Memory Infinite.
1: Might have been then, mm. but it was like it was in the rain, and it was in like some Japanese pagoda type. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah.
3: There was um Tory, Ga-, Tory was gates
1: and things. Yeah,
3: yeah. So well, that that was like Ooh. the end of the future game show. That that was one of the last things to be shown, and it uh, turned out it's a f- female protagonist and. It looks, you know, really, really cool. I'm mean, totally with you on that one. looks Looks interesting, but um, we just didn't get enough to really go on on the Xbox. Showcase, oh yeah, it was bright think. memory for it. Bright memory, infinite. Cool. Yeah. That's all right, as long as it's the same one we're talking about. Um, so, as you say, not the only futuristic summer I think, going on at the moment. I think that the proper look at Mafia Definitive Edition looked really cool. Oh, um, yes. I will definitely be buying this game. Um, it's uh, yeah absolutely i uh, the first ma- the first two mafia games basically passed me by um and mafia 3 i thought was superb so and i think we've discussed it you know once yeah. before but they um they really hit it with that one and so going back and doing definitive editions with you know basically the
1: same mod stuff have you played have you played really mafia cool. 3 recently no cuz if it was on plus at the last year i don't know if you if you've got it saved from plus when it was Might available Might but do. they've now upgraded that for free to the definitive edition what, graphics? Yeah, yeah. So um, when, when you download it now, there's a massive patch for it. But when you play it, it's been upgraded for free to the Definitive Edition. So when you go into the menu, it's like, go to the store and complete the trilogy. But yeah, it's actually been upgraded with all the DLC, all the improved graphics. And I'm playing through it because I played it on the Xbox when it came out of launch then traded it in. But I'm mm. going back to it occasionally on PS4.
2: And it's it, yeah, it's been bumped up. Yeah, I played it at launch. It was, um, it was cool. Anyway, the... Um, right, sorry, can the... I into in, a little interruption here? Go I'm, for I'm it. confused... Well, it's mafia thing. Um, I'll well, put a video. They're on Italian. That that. <laughs> they organised crime in. in <laughs> oh, okay, yes, right, the Italians, right. Okay, see. Um, <laughs> so the other day I popped a trailer, news post, like on a twenty minute gameplay or whatever, and it was hmm. mafia, the first game. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're re- they're redoing was, like, that from scratch.
2: Yeah, because I thought there would be like this brand new, flashy no, they're, PS4 they're, powered sort of mafia thing, but the one I pop- the trailer posted up didn't actually look that good. It been, uh, okay it'd been i know it'd been sort of you know rezzed up or whatever but no no they're Mafia um, one or mafia 2 they're doing completely isn't it mafia
1: 1 they do it mafia 2 came out this year mafia remaster, 2 is just a right? sort of a remaster,
3: remaster. yeah it's not it's like so it might be that you saw that one um but mafia 1 is a complete redo right from the right from the ground up ground like, up, like yeah. shadow of the colossus
1: was
2: yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I've got. I don't know. I got confused. The video didn't look that kind of good, though. Like, oh, okay. It's a game played it's like a PS3 game still.
1: Oh no, no, they, this is a full-on. If you go and actually like search it, it's it's impressive. And you know, like the game gets loads of grief for that. Um, uh, that mission. It was meeting. an infamous mission, wasn't there? The car, a racing the mission. Racing, yeah, yeah. You end up you end up taking part in like a Grand Prix, and it was notorious for being just the worst thing <laughs> ever. But <laughs> even that looks amazing.
3: Yeah. yeah, it looks really, really, really cool. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah jumping onto two other ones i've got um sable um we've mentioned before but that one just looked amazing it still looks amazing this um wonderful sort of cel shaded open world thing where you just zooming around on your little um like speeder like a star wars sort of speeder land speeder thing um i really really like the look of it it's, i found out that the music is by a, a little indie band called um japanese breakfast And I've listened to some of their music since. It's got nothing, their their normal music is nothing like that, um, which is interesting. So they're going outside their comfort zone with the stuff that they're making on that one. Um, But I'm always interested in the music on these things. That's why I'm interested in um, Haven and a few others as well, because of the music. Um, And then the last one was Chinatown Detective Agency. So this was a little indie 2D uh, mystery you know detective solving mysteries sort of a game um but i played a demo of it a uh, few months back and it had this really interesting thing where you you sort of you were, you were going through the normal clues and you'd find you'd find a particular thing to do with the mystery but then it would ask you to like there's a clue but if we if we're going to work out what this clue means you might need to do some research and i'm like fine thinking that the research would be somewhere in the game and it wasn't and research was never in the game it was kind of always asking you to go outside into the real world and like find these things out. So like Google where a particular uh, country is or what, um, you know what this particular thing might be because you know there might be a reference to it actually in the real world somewhere um, so it just kept making me have to pause the game and find out stuff in the real world in our world and then come back into the game and answer questions and it was just it's kind of interesting um i don't know if that's the best game mechanic ever but it was just a new one on me um it goes back to really really old games that used to ask you to do things like that um so i, I just think it's cool it's um it will be one that i'm i'm interested in in early 2021 i think that one said that's probably it for future game show. Um, I think there were a couple. There were two others really interesting ones from day three, but I'll let someone else talk for a bit.
0: I caught the trailers afterwards. I didn't watch it live. Um, I didn't watch everything because there was there was tons. There was, so, was loads and loads and loads. Way more than I was expecting. Bullets per minute looks really cool. Yes, and this is that, that um, the rhythm that, one, isn't it? That Doom-esque shooter where it's all rhythm-based. You got to shoot on the beat. Someone called it Doom the Musical. Which I thought was really fun.
1: I've seen someone call it (laughs) Doomy Driver, which I thought was quite funny.
0: Oh, that's good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I didn't realize after watching it that Baby Driver, all the gunshots, all the gunfights are based on the music that's playing. So, yeah, that's the comparison. I saw the name and went, huh, I get it.
0: Nice. Um, Second Extinction, that dinosaur hunter game looks really cool. Um, It's been a while since I feel like I played a decent dinosaur game. So, looking forward to that. Hashtag bring back Dino Crisis.
2: Hashtag bring Uh, back Turok. Turok, say, Turok,
0: Turok yeah this oh, will do. Turok 2 wow. is on the switch with a with a cerebro
3: what's it gun. The cerebral cerebro bore. Ball. oh yeah. the cerebral bore yeah. i loved that I was, <laughs> as was as too. a kid you just fire a cere- <laughs> cerebral bore at the enemy and just watch their brain just fly out the top it's of their head
1: sh- it's when you shoot them in the foot and you have to wa- wait for it because it travels up and i know it's not <laughs> i know i know it was obviously limited by the n64's little capabilities but Obviously where you shoot them took longer and it was like just watching a riot in pain as you see <laughs> this razor, razor tipped ball going. Well, we've, up. Had,
3: we've had a lot of guns in a lot of games since, but that
0: one sticks in yeah. six in the mind.
1: That and the uh <laughs> and the land shark gun from Armed and Dangerous are two of my favourites.
0: Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, Terror going be nice to come back as well. Um Call of the Sea looks really interesting, I thought. I think that's uh, something I'm gonna keep an eye on. Um you can pet the dog VR, sounds like my sort of game to be honest <laughs> just going around painting Literally dogs
2: made for you Ross yeah. it was going around <laughs> painting dogs
0: in VR come on um, I enjoyed the Watch Dogs Legion uh, there's like five minutes on Watch Dogs Legion um, with a uh, mission they were just showcasing one of the recruitment missions we've kind of seen it before with the whole recruiting anyone uh, situation they're kind of seem to be doubling down on that in their in their promotion which is pretty cool uh, then this gate there was some of that in Gamescom I believe But, yeah, it actually looked a little better, I thought, in the Future Game Show. So that should be fun. And Quantum Error. Did you see this one, Toby? Yeah, Quantum Error. I did see that. Looks really good. That was on both days. A little bit of it on both days. It was, yeah. But they had a a bit of a blowout in uh, the Future Game Show, which was nice. Yeah. It was the one where you could
3: blow... It was like um, weird zombie enemies, uh, like alien zombie-looking things. But you could um, target almost any body part, couldn't you? And it was mm-hmm. blowing off random body parts. It looked, it looked still a bit janky. That like, obviously needs work. But it looked really clever at the same time. Like it was doing good things. And I'm like, yep, yeah, just take your time. It will be good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I kind of got that vibe from it as well. I'm in no rush to play it, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want them to make it proper. Looks a lot of fun. Um, anyone into Lord of the Rings? Did you catch the Gollum trailer? I think the Gollum trailer
3: was like the Dragon Age 4 trailer. It was like, here's some concept art, yeah. and that's it.
1: That's all we got. Like, sort of fanboy baiting kind of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. It was the same trailer that we got. I got it through an email about a week ago, and I threw it up on Twitter. And they just played the same yeah. one again here, like it was an announcement. It was like, while well, I was watching it, it, was like, so technically we announced that game. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, how's everyone feeling about, because there was another Crash 4 presentation um, in Future Game Show, and in opening Light live. What is everyone's levels of the Crash Four right now? Are we excited about it? I don't actually like Crash Bandicoot games. I don't hate them; <sighs> they're just not for me.
1: I know, like Toby's our resident, <laughs> resident anthropomorphic mascot, but no, nah. <laughs> Crash, Ratchet, Spyro, not for me.
3: Okay, they're things that Sean really likes, aren't they? And yeah. I, I, I definitely like Crash. I've played all three of the original Crashes and one or two of the, the ones that they're pretending don't exist um, to make this Crash Four. Um, like like um, Wrath of the Titans and things like that that came out um, between those ones. So why this one's called four, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely psyched for it. I'll, I'll give that a go quite happily. I'm hoping that it's quite tricky as well. There's, um, it, they're they're bigging up the fact that they've got some very uh, hard as nails levels in there, like the old ones where you get the bonus levels and you know have to bounce on boxes the entire way through, and it was yeah. one shot and that's all you got. I'm up for it.
0: Cool. Uh, we had an Avengers gameplay presentation. Is anyone picking this up this week?
1: I am <laughs> getting very, very, very distanced from that game the more I read about
0: it. Yeah, Square Enix aren't doing very well this week <laughs> with their uh, with their PR for this one.
2: I saw the, the TV advert today, and even that looks crap. How can I make an advert look crap?
0: Well, the, the advert looks infinitely more fun than the actual game. I'm more worried
1: about... I'm not worried because I'm not going to buy it. I'm just more concerned slash annoyed with this whole oh yeah each character has a 10 pound battle pass to unlock more cosmetics and there's like
3: 15 of them
1: people are defending it going uh actually every time you finish the game you do earn points they don't have to why is this even an option i'm not saying oh i hate this argument that like i'm gonna just rant for a little bit i hate this argument that people defend these additional passes and stuff like that because it's like uh some people have full-time jobs and they can't afford to grind games out so they like the easy option of buying stuff no, that's bollocks. That's a gateway for people to take advantage of it, and it annoys the hell out of me. If you, I'm not going to be a purist and say, if you haven't got time to finish your game to completion, then that's your problem, not mine, blah, 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 blah. But I hate the idea that if you want to, you can spunk. So say there is 15 extra characters. That's another 150 quid into a game that Squeenix gets as profit because people are not lazy. I don't want to call the working classes lazy or anything like that or whatever their reasons, but it's just insidious mechanic for people just to go like oh yeah I'll drop 150 quid on the game I've already spent 50 quid on and it's just it's just oh it bugs me yes you can earn it in game so it doesn't affect me but it's still a shitty practice.
2: Do you know what gets me most about all these kind of things? The I money agree. is terrible but like why do you want to bob? Why are you so bothered about a new colour cape for four? Why is that so important? Do you know what I mean? So why why, why do you practice? like it's just a pointless exercise? If it If it's like a weapon that makes you power more powerful or whatever then that uh, be no, worse. That'd be well
3: that's win, pay then, to no. win yeah that's even worse
2: really or is it worse oh, i don't even know that i don't even know that <laughs> well, no, you know i mean I pay think win is only,
1: um, i'm saying that I'm saying that i'm a bit hypocrite on that one because i paid for the extra weapons in resident evil 2 but that's only a single player game so that's only affecting me but that's because that's because <laughs> to win
3: and, and uh, over yourself yeah
2: that's
1: because i can't get a fucking s rank in resident evil 2 um yeah, pay to win when it's a multiplayer—that's even worse. Like my own. Oh,
2: yeah, multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my own. There will obviously be. Get,
3: yeah. Sorry, they'll uh, they'll obviously be loads and loads of um like you know multicolored capes and things like that. Like yeah, we saying, yeah, yeah. but but the the actual ten pounds per character is characters that are not in the in the. Um, you know the the game when you first start yeah. so they're, they're like you say they're in it or at least some of them are in it when you complete them and you can earn them through points I don't know if that's the case with every single one I um, don't know I, I just get enraged. it might be hopefully but yeah I totally rage about it as well I think that's really shit practice and um, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be the case I mean I can understand it may be your absolute favourite that you want to start the whole game with Spider-Man or whatever it is then then fine but that's it. I'm not spending. Who, who in their right mind would spend 150 quid buying all of them? I think that's that, that's the first world problem of another degree. That is, you've got too much I mean, money, mate. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean, yeah, yeah, and that's that. That is the crux of it. It's not that fun to play. No, it's
3: not. <laughs> is... It really bored me after two levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh so the beta was boring.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. And now they want us. But- you know what? Two hundred and. 20 odd quid for the full game with all the characters.
2: No, no. I've, got, I've, got, I've got vibes of Anthem come out of this game,
0: mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Well all that combat thing that you were complaining about the other, the other week, yeah, where it's yeah. you know, it'd be like that. Eventually, there'll be a game of the year edition of this and a season pass and all that kind of stuff. You'll end up it'll end up costing you even more, and then there'll be new characters that we don't even know about.
2: And if you wait, if you wait like three years, you get like uh, get it on game uh, uh, PlayStation Plus with all the DLC anyway, so you know. yeah. That's what happens with um, Just Cause games. Every time. <laughs> every single time. It comes out full price. Check out all this DLC. Costs bucks of money. Wait wait a year, maybe two. And it's on PS Plus. We will DLC and pull an upgrade as well. If you've got the patience of a monk
3: <laughs> yeah, as a gamer... Then you could get you could make a steal on the free games that come out if yeah. you can wait two years for <laughs> yeah, everything. You,
1: I bought, <laughs> I bought um, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided at launch. Oh, egg on my face because yeah. that was fifty quid for a game that's about the third the length of Humor Evolution. Nowadays you can get it for
0: it's like, a like three of quid. A brand new yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> mm. oh. yeah, I mean, Just Cause Four. I think that ended up on Game Pass. I want to say six weeks or something after release. Yeah.
1: Like it, um, yeah, it just, yeah, it wasn't that long. This, yeah. this really is why I always long. want to Shadow know the, if something's Shadow on Game Team Pass. As well, yeah.
0: yeah, it just, just course, just tanked. And it was like, right, well, Game Pass, PS Plus, discount, go, quickly. Yeah. Someone <laughs> someone buy this game.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I don't even know how it got to four games. I mean, after the second game, it was pretty much game over, wasn't it, really?
0: Yeah, it was. Anyway, yeah, we're on a tangent. But it's shady at the moment with Square Enix. I'm sure it's going to sell millions because has the word Avengers on it. And it'll be a big success for them, but yeah, it doesn't fair enough. Like I'm sure Sean, Sean will buy it. <laughs> Sean can't wait; he's really excited play it. <laughs> so, more power to him. Um, and I know he's he'll be excited about things like Bright Memory Infinite and pretty much everything that was on display. I'd imagine he wants to play because that's uh, he's glass half full, Sean. That's why we love him. So yeah, I think honestly, I think BPM was my biggest takeaway from it. I think that looks like a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that works out. And of course, Watch Dogs, which is now less than two months away, which is really exciting. Very, very exciting. For me and Paul, anyway. We're really excited about it. That's the important thing. Right, we are. (laughs) Uh, Toby, do you want to go into um, some of the indie demos that you've played this weekend? Uh,
3: Well, I've got two other games that I I saw on day three that I thought were just worth mentioning for a second. Yes, that's Um, what I meant. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, So one of them's called um, Remothered Broken Porcelain. Um, So There was a remothered before um which i can't remember the tormented something tormented fathers or something like that was the name of it um which i didn't really it it passed me by completely but this one um is starting to look really really interesting it's it looks to me like a sort of like a horror in a in a mansion but the 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 sort of difference is that there it looks like a sort of girls girl interrupted um, so it's like a mental institution where these people are, you know, these girls are locked up and then they slowly go mad. There are things in the walls. Like there's, there's these weird shadow creatures living in the walls of the house. So it's like um, Sucker Punch then? It might well be a bit like Sucker Punch. Yeah. I, it, it, but hopefully it'll be better. Um, But I quite like the look of it. Uh, it's, it's, it's growing on me. The more I see different trailers of it. And this time I was like, yep, yeah, no, that looks like a proper storyline that I can get into. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, and the other one was this game called Humankind. I don't know if anyone saw any of that. It's like a civilization
0: oh I remember this is what sega's um yeah Sega? Sega's big yeah.
3: civilization thing
0: yeah about about a year ago they were teasing a massive announcement, and on the podcast we were getting really excited <laughs> and then they went oh it's a it's a top down strategy game called human ah oh. We were we theorised like our oh, crazy taxi's coming back. It's gonna be amazing, <laughs> and yeah, we got a bit overhyped. But yeah, sorry. Oh,
3: well, I'm sorry that it's not a crazy taxi because that really would have been news, wouldn't it? Um, no, humankind is. It looks very clever. That's all I'm really sort of wanting to say about it. It had a. Um, it's obviously like a civilization type game. That you wear, where you you know you bring your empire up from you know the the, the bronze age or the, the stone age right through to um, modern times. It's gonna have a very similar set of gameplay to that. However, this particular gameplay reveal that they had was all about mechanics that they have on religion. Um, so the way that you can um, sort of spread your religion across your empire, and it, and it helps you to make um, a bigger empire and takes, take over other people, gives you excuses to go to war, all sorts of interesting mechanics based around religion. It's just, just what, what took me with the trailer was like just how wonderfully and deeply cynical the whole thing was. How, like it was very historically accurate about how religion works and i kind of loved that aspect and it's so cynical if you were religious then the idea of you know this religion religion morphs into this religion morphs into this religion and you can use them because you know this is how you control the masses and this is spread it with a bit of faith and giving everything quantifiable numbers and stuff and i was just like oh this is a very wonderfully atheist idea <laughs> that someone's had um and it really kind of appeals to me so the um, treating religion as a very man-made uh, concept, um, when obviously the people who believe in it um, don't think it's man-made at all. It just it just was very very cynical and interesting trailer to watch when um, when you when you're thinking like that.
0: Hmm, that sounds that sounds quite interesting.
3: It's got lots of really cool mechanics around how to build a religion, but <laughs> yeah, it, it was really really clever. Huh. Um, yeah, give it a look. It was, um, yeah, I might do, yeah. the, the guy had a lot to say about it, but I just got the very, very distinct impression that anyone who was religious watching it would get really, like a real bee in their bonnet about mm. him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I did. I can't kind of wrote it off because it just isn't my genre, but no, uh, me neither, really. It's just so interesting. Yeah, that's it. That's not really my genre either. Interesting. Okay, well, I'll we'll check it out, Sega. Damn it. Damn you. You got me eventually. <laughs> Took you a year, but you got me in the end. Um, Nice one. Cool. Thanks, Toby. Um, There's a great article from Toby actually currently on the website. Um, There's a bunch of indie games from the indie booth. indie arena booths, it was called. Yes. um, Yeah, and there's some great looking indies in there. So go and check it out. It's a really, really cool article. And I played a couple of
3: them, which was cool. Got to play a few demos. Excellent. I can tell you about two quick ones, if you like. Go for it. Um, so, I talked about Chicken Police a, few month, uh, a month or two back, and I got a chance to play it. Um, and it's really, really, really funny and really clever. And I think everyone should give it a, give it a go. It's basically like a Sin City looking type game. Um, you play as two um, tough ass roosters, one of which is an ex cop, and one's still on the force, and they try and solve this mystery. But it's all badass one liners and femme fatales, and it's very sassy and it's very, you know, dialogue of good dialogue with one-liners like Philip Marlowe or like Marv used to do in, um, in Sin City and stuff. So I had a real fun time playing that for an hour. Um, I also played uh, a game called Chained Echoes. Uh, so this is a—it's probably the best of the bunch of all the indies. I, all the indie demos I got a chance to play, but um, it's like a top-down RPG, a bit like a Sukadun or a Lundra. You know, that sort of thirty-two bit, not sort of sixteen or eight bit, more like you know early PlayStation type um pixelated graphics a little bit like um crosscode was recently um but it's turn-based it's very well written it's got good dialogue and stuff and i'm hoping that there's a great storyline there as well mostly the demo was gameplay so it showed you how the the battle system worked and gave you a little bit of chance to walk around the world map which was a bit of lundra style again so i really enjoyed it after playing crosscode recently i was like yep i can have another one of those thank you very much um so check out chained echoes very nice really Lots of other ones, but I, I can't talk
0: about them all. Cool. Okay. Well yeah, go and check out the article if you want to have a nose up some some other ones. Um yeah, cool. Okay, before we round before we finish up, we're just gonna go into a couple of news stories, nothing major, we am not gonna go like deep dive into them, but Doom Eternals, the Ancient Gods DLC, part one. is coming out as a standalone game. So you won't even it, need to own is Isn't it Doom for Eternal's. free as well? I don't know. You won't even it need to. There was something own
3: about it being free.
0: Free standalone.
3: Yeah, like it was like you could access it for free or something.
0: Hmm. You can cut that off if it's not true. I, um... Yeah, I already could maybe, if it's part of a year one pass. Possibly. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was an interesting tidbit. Any of you guys excited about Mass Effect? Does it excite you in any way?
3: Their remastered trilogy.
0: Yes.
1: No. Possibly, if they can make one good. Yeah, yeah, one would need to be a little better. One two is, is obviously One amazing. is a slog. Yeah, two's great, but it makes one even more of a slog for me.
3: And then three the- is like, nah
0: disappointing <laughs> yeah yeah it looks like that the the kind of the long rumored trilogy remaster uh, was scheduled for next month but um is starting to slip into next year it would seem um there's nothing confirmed about that obviously ea haven't actually confirmed the existence of this thing at all yet but more and more people are starting to kind of talk about it in very kind of hushed tones so it looks like it's going to happen <laughs> but... you mean hushed hushed
1: leaked tones on the internet
0: yeah those things uh, yeah, it'll be sixty dollars, I'm sure, and it'll be full of microtransactions and all that, all that good EA stuff that we come to expect. And uh, yeah, I guess finally, uh, it's just a kind of a word on uh, Chadwick Boseman who passed away uh, this week. Obviously, we all know the man as King T'Challa from Black Panther. Um, he lost his fight with colon cancer this week, uh, which is very, very sad. He died at 43 years old. He had colon cancer the entire time he was making every Marvel movie, essentially that he's been a part of, including Civil War. Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame along with Black Panther of course and 21 Bridges yeah he lost his fight with it this weekend and it's
2: very very sad and Marvel have uh, been just like uh, how much strength the geezer must have had like to keep fighting through all that you know it's just something you just can't comprehend
1: he went he went to hospital to visit kids with cancer and was like in character and was just No one knew. I mean, obviously, I'm sure some some people knew, but yeah, the the mass media didn't know that he was also fighting it at the same time as these kids. And that is a hell of a strength of character to not hide it. I don't want to sound rude about it, but like that he could that he could do that and and sort of take it away from himself to, to bring joy to these kids was also like such an impressive thing. I could have worded that more elegantly, but I didn't really know how to put it but it's, it's so impressive that he could do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, Ryan Kugler, the director of Black Panther, put out a really nice statement yesterday, and he didn't even know either. You know, this wow. is how kind That's of... amazing. Everything's yeah. amazing when you think about it. It's kind of how private he was about this and how he just absolutely powered through and built, yeah. built a legacy in, what, three or four years, you know?
1: So, R.O.P., Chadwick Boseman, fuck cancer.
0: Right, then let's move on to uh, Out This Week. And out this week, we have Ari, is it? Ari and the Secret of Seasons? Ari? Uh, I'm going with Ari. All right.
2: What, Ari? So I think it's, it's <laughs> Ari.
3: It's short for Ariel. So Ari. Harry. Short for Harry. Come
0: on. Okay. Well, Ari and the Secret of Seasons is out um, today. If you're listening to this today, it goes up September 1st, along with Crusader Kings 3, which has a 92 on Metacritic right now. So yeah, things are looking up for that one. Metacritic? Aren't Metacritic. We- Website, we're on Metacritic. Wow, who would amazing, have thought- right? I know yeah. who the hell would have thought when you say like that. We're not That's that like-
2: good, no, we're not. But hey, we try we, though, and I think that counts for a lot. We've yes, managed, we are, to tr- we are very <laughs> trying.
0: <laughs> we put out what 36 reviews this month or something stupid, something like yeah, that. ridiculous. Yeah, even two that went up today as we we're recording. Yeah, fuck something. you, fuck you, IGN. Yeah, awesome. September 1st, Effigate Uh, we're just coming <laughs> to uh, <BC. laughs> And um Iron Harvest is coming out finally on PC and PS4. Um, Did it MX come out on the
1: 360.
0: Yeah, the I'm Tim Schafer sh- one. I'm not quite sure what this is. Is this a remaster or? A... It's the Tim Schafer one, isn't it? I'm not entirely sure. Did someone want to look it up while I go through uh, the others?
1: Yes, you keep talking.
0: I will. Um Yes, uh, MXV ATV All Out is coming to Switch, and Super Bomberman R Online is also coming to Stadia. How about that? Stadia is getting a game this week. Uh, let's see what's yeah. a
2: stadia yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean stadia uh,
0: Spellbreak is getting its full release on PC and PS4 on September 3rd um, WRC 9 is also coming out on September 3rd look out for our review of that at some point uh, the embargo is lifted but we did get our code a little bit late so our review is on the way um, Paralyzed Killer comes out on September 4th on PC and Switch we've got a review for that coming as well so look out for that one um and tony hawk's pro skater one and two is coming out on september 4th um what's everyone greg i know you're a big fan of the series are you going to jump into the remake uh, i'm
1: not a big fan of the series i prefer skate oh. um sorry jeez I, I like the series
2: <laughs> i quite enjoy i
1: it. i was i was a big fan of tony Hawk. i absolutely loved it and then the series had that massive decline after like project eight which i thought project eight had that amazing uh function in it where you could um jump, click the sticks in, and then you could manipulate each foot in slow mode to spin the board and do all kinds of amazing tricks. Hmm. One, two, and three, I absolutely loved. But I can't play them now because of skate. I, I tried playing Tony Hawk's recently oh, after yeah. playing years and years of skate, and I can't get used to the whole pressing X to hold and prep for an ollie and then square in a direction to do tricks. But at the same time, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm hoping the, the remasters will be good. I'm going to wait for reviews and stuff to see if it's not a complete gouache like the first remake or remaster was. Mm. So we'll see. Um, quick interjection It was Iron Brigade that was a Tim Schaefer double firing uh, okay. game. Ah, okay. Formerly trenched, and then it came out as Iron Brigade. Yeah, so,
3: Iron Harvest is a brand new
1: IP. Yep, I realize that now. And we have just wasted everyone's time. Woo! All
0: right, that's what we do. <laughs> what we do best. Finger guns now on Metacritic. Uh, yeah rounding off this week then we have September 4th also sees the release of Marvel's Avengers so if you're still into it after uh, whining about it then go crazy it's coming out this week (laughs) and of course Lair of the Clockwork God is coming to consoles uh, sorry specifically Xbox One and Switch on September 4th it's coming to PS4 at a later date Um, if you want to know more about that game you can listen to Sean's exclusive interview with the creators uh, which went up on our podcast services this week and it's a really really good interview so if you want to check that out go for it and that's your lot this week it's not a bad week for uh, for biggins if you're into that We'll oh, see. yeah well you know me <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god Party Hard 2 is out next week oh the first one's so difficult oh man it was so good though I didn't even know there was a sequel coming sweet
2: lovely man oh, there was the first game sweet <laughs>
0: <laughs> Party Hard's a good time Uh, Right, well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed uh, for listening. This is, um, well, in in finger guns terms, this has been a short and sweet podcast. So uh, thank you very much indeed uh, for checking it out. Don't forget you can follow us everywhere on our link tree down in the description below. All of our links to everything and everywhere we are is there. You can follow us individually on Twitter from our handles in the description, except for Toby, who's smart and not on Twitter. So we shall see you uh, next week. Thank you very much indeed for sticking around to the end. If you did, if you liked us that much, why not subscribe to our Patreon? It's one pound a month and you can keep this podcast live along with the website. We don't take a single penny from it ourselves because we've got to pay for the podcast hosting and the web hosting. So if you like us and you want to keep us around, then hey, why not? One pound a month. It'll be amazing. Thank you very much indeed. But until then, it is goodbye from Mr. Great Kicks.
1: Yeah, cheers then. <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching loads of old Tars and It's just
0: hilarious. <laughs> goodbye from Mr. Toby Anderson. I Goodbye, Mr. Paul Collett. See you. And goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you next time on the Finger Guns Podcast.